The Midwest Podcast Network now has a Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash midwestpodnet and support us for as little as a dollar a month. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today are Brian. Hey. And Alex. Hello. We are back this week with a special episode to talk about the announcements from the Game Awards. But before we get to all of that, if you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch the show, check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. The Midwest Podcast Network now has a Patreon. The Patreon is meant to benefit all the shows on the network. You can subscribe for as little as $1 a month and help keep our shows alive and well. Check it out at patreon.com slash MidwestPodNet. That's M-I-D-W-E-S-T-P-O-D-N-E-T. As always, we do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. All right. We're going to jump right into it because we already talked about all the other stuff in the other episode earlier this week. So that being said, we're going to talk about Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order, exclusive to the Nintendo Switch. What do you guys think about this? I think it's awesome. Uh, I didn't really play the first two games, but I did play X-Men Legends 1 and 2, which are kind of the predecessors to those. And um, I, I did really enjoy them. So this one looks nice and polished. Uh, a little bit of a bummer that it's like Switch exclusive because I know several people that would like love to play it, but they it's don't like have buy a Switch. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but um, I think it's exciting and I'm ready for it. So, right on. I don't really have yeah. any thoughts. I don't know. I like I, I played. I think I played the second one. It was pretty cool, but it wasn't enough to like hook me into playing anymore. I, I played like a couple levels and then I was just kind of over it. Yeah. Brian? Um, it's like Diablo-like from what I remember, so uh, I think it would be cool to play another one, especially on the Switch, honestly. I'm excited that it actually is on the Switch and that because I don't plan on play, uh, buying Diablo 3 again for the third time, so... This might be a good alternative for something cool to do on the Switch. Yeah, the yeah. multiplayer might be sweet. Yeah. yeah. That 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 was where those games shined in my yeah. opinion was getting together with a friend and just beating the crap out of stuff with your superpowers. So and it looks like it's got a pretty extensive cast, you know. We got the X Men. It's like it's got everybody Marvel wise, so that's fun. Yeah, I mean so. it at least had the X Men, the Avengers, uh the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Um, anybody else? I mean, I don't, do we do we count Spider Man as an Avenger at this point? I assume. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. I feel like this. It might not be an exclusive forever. It might just be a. Yeah, a, a for like the first year. first year. Yeah. Yeah. Or even like first couple months potentially. But I mean, the Switch is also a system like you can take it over your friend's house and fucking play with them. So it's like, yeah, yeah, it's Very that true. easy. You can play in a diner if you'd like with your Joy-Con. Oh yeah, you actually you can uh, go up to a rooftop of a random building and play. Any random. I saw that in the commercial. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one: Far Cry New Dawn. Uh, this takes place uh, 15 years after Far Cry 5, um, and basically after, it's a post-apocalyptic setting after the bombs drop. Um, this article from Fandom that we're looking at as a list is basically saying that uh, given the disappointing reception of Fallout 76, this might be a better Fallout than Fallout. Um, I highly doubt that, but it's probably going to be pretty rad. I actually kind of dig the idea of this. Um, just from the looks of like the little teaser trailer like image that they have with this crossbow gun thing that this chick is holding is kind of ridiculous, but it kind of reminds me of something you would see in like dying light. So I'm a little interested to see like what they do with this, but I probably should play far cry five first. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like I, after playing horizon zero dawn, I feel like all other post-apocalyptic games are not going to really live up to it. Apocalypse. Sorry. Um, it's a Far Cry game, so it's gonna be garbage. <laughs> the shooting's gonna suck. Everything about it is gonna suck. So, 
I, I, I mean, don't I don't I don't know about that. <laughs> that's a little that's a little harsh, but we we know my feelings on Far Cry. Like it's just like the 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 characters are gonna be like extremely overwritten. Everything's gonna be super on the nose, and not only that, but like the guns are gonna feel like pea shooters. So all of that adds up to me not caring. <laughs> They're just, but it's, it's not only that, right. but they're also just like farting these games out. So it's like, oh, look, it's the same map with more like grow, the greenery grown over it because that somehow happens like 15 years after the bombs drop. But okay. So, you know, it's like the, the Far Cry series is like the least amount of effort that Ubisoft can put into something. <laughs> <laughs> And the next game is, uh... <laughs> but it's I'm called not, New Dawn. That means to... like it's going to reawaken your interest in Far Cry. I don't know. I mean, I understand what Alex is saying. It is the like the Far Cry games are kind of the epitome of like Ubisoft the game. But that being said, I've been a fan of the series. I I'm kind of bummed I haven't picked up Far Cry Five yet. I actually considered getting it during the Game Awards sale because it was only thirty bucks. Um, and I know I'll enjoy it for a little bit at the very least, but I, I don't know, like something about the post-apocalyptic setting. That's tough to say sometimes. Yeah. Also because it's like 10 o'clock at night and I'm already falling asleep. Um, something about that setting I kind of dig. So maybe it is going to be a better fallout than fallout. I don't like. Or maybe okay, it'll I be haven't... a total fucking disaster and everybody will shit all over this game too. I haven't watched the trailer, but I don't like the uh, still image like the title screen that they have in place here on the fandom site. Why? It looks just really cheesy. The thing, the thing to me is that like these February released far cry, like, like non numbered sequel far cries. just, it's like, it not only is it far cry, but it's the B team far cry, you know, is this the same team that made primal? I assume so. I'm probably wrong. What about when did when was Blood Dragon put out? Blood Dragon was the B team after three, and it was it was good. But then like that dude left because they didn't make a like an actual Blood Dragon sequel. Gotcha. And so, Which they you know, should have. Yeah. So anyway, like yeah, B team Far Cry. <laughs> it's just not. not That's good. the next one in the series. Actually, it's Far Cry B team. <laughs> <laughs> And none of the guns work at all. <laughs> Let's move on. Far Cry yeah. B team is actually just Fallout 76. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, all right. The next one on the list here is Hades. Uh, this is by Supergiant, right? Yep. Yeah. So this looked pretty cool. It was. It almost looked like a mixture of like Transistor meets like Dark Souls in a way. With it makes uh, a lot of sense considering who it's coming from. Yeah, well, yeah, because they made Transistor, but it, they added this, like, I don't know, that loop of, like, dying and coming back sort of thing. Oh, but, really? Like, yeah, yeah, that's what it looked like in the trailers, at least. Uh, the art style is amazing, as per usual. Everything Supergiant does has beautiful art direction, and I'm always a fan of seeing that stuff, so. Um, yeah, Supergiant oh, we... did Bastion and Transition, Transistor, as John mentioned, and Pyre last year, actually. Yeah, so. but Pyre really wasn't well-received. Pyre was I, weird I think and it... off-putting for some reason to me. I don't know. I Pyre tried it. was well-received, but it's kind of like the uh, it's the odd man out between those three previous games. So Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. This is... Um, it's available as uh, as of the night of the game awards in the Epic Game Store, so uh, in early access. So you can play it now if you want, and it's cheaper before it'll yep. be like an actual release. So keep that in mind. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <clears throat> Moving on next, Mortal Kombat 11. Alex, you were pretty pumped on this because you are probably the biggest Mortal Kombat nerd that I know. <laughs> yeah. Um this trailer was really gruesome and they keep getting more and more gruesome with each game that comes out. But uh, the most awesome part about it is that it looks like there's probably more time travel involved because 
like Dark Raiden kills current time Scorpion and then like Mortal Kombat 2 Scorpion shows up to kill Raiden. So Mortal Kombat and time travel is everything I want in a video game and I'm here for it. <laughs> everything I want out of life. <laughs> More no, fatalities. Like the the last time travel stuff that they did was in Mortal Kombat 9 and and I've spoken about that previously several times and it worked very well from like a narrative standpoint, which is ridiculous to me to say about a Mortal Kombat game because whoever came to Mortal Kombat for the story. But um, (laughs) this looks like they're going to be doing some pretty sweet stuff too. And uh, I'm excited. One of the, one of the other podcasts I listen to does this over under with their guests where they, they ask them like, what's something that's overrated? What's something that's underrated? And uh, I was thinking about it the other day after they announced a Mortal Kombat 11. And I was like, you know what's underrated is the babalities from like Mortal Kombat 3. Like, I feel like those are highly underrated. <laughs> like, no, nobody ever used the baby. You turn someone into a baby. Like, that's hilarious if you really think about it. It's very insulting, yeah. too, if you lose. Yeah. They, like, they did. Uh, they did. So you can also pre the game is coming. Uh, the game is coming in April and you can pre-order to get Shao Kahn in the yeah. game like as a playable character so that's cool there's also going to be beta access apparently whatever a beta means for a mortal Kombat game but uh are they going to add a xenomorph and like the predator and stuff again or like they'll probably be doing something different but yes like they will pull something from the warner brothers library to put batman. in but um batman <laughs> And put in Max Payne, or not Max Payne, Mad Max. That's what I meant to say. It'd be easy for them to do like Batman with like the DC stuff. Um, but I don't. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised. I think is did WB do Hitman? Are they like helping IO Interactive with Hitman? Hmm. Uh, I have no idea. I think so. I think that's true. Yeah, WB Games and IO Interactive Hitman 2 during a live stream today. So I bet you Agent 47 will probably... This is my prediction. Agent 47 will be in Mortal Kombat 11. I don't know if that's going to be true, but it seems kind of likely at this point. So, Um, But yeah, no. when they got really weird with the fatalities and the babalities and the brutalities and all that kind of stuff, it kind of was getting out of hand, but it was fun. Yeah, well, yeah, because nobody ever really played the game. You would just play two-player and set the other controller down and try to do all the different moves and crap. Well, and the, the one that I really liked was the friendship. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's just like, instead of killing you, I'm going to like do something nice, but then you also die anyways, I think. I don't know. Right, like, like didn't didn't Baraka like cut paper into like friendship letters and then like like it just spelled friendship when he like unfolded them or something like that? Something like that. Yeah, it's it's so demeaning. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't. Did they say when that's coming out? Would you say like April? Yeah, it's it's in April uh, April time, which I think is pretty similar to when Mortal Kombat Ten came out. So, oh, right now, cool. Uh, next one on the list is from Obsidian, and it's The Outer Worlds. And after this was announced, everyone on the internet basically shit themselves and said, oh, it's basically just Fallout New Vegas in space. With Um, Borderlands. With Borderlands. Anyways, (laughs) who cares about any of that nonsense? This game looks sweet. I'm really pumped about this, actually. The art direction looks awesome. The, The models look amazing. Definitely using an updated engine, unlike Fallout. Uh, So... It's uh, it looks it looks really sweet. I'm really excited for it. Yeah, since the last Mass Effect really sucked, I'm excited to just play anything in space that's an RPG. Right. So, did they yeah. give an announcement date for this? I don't think so. Uh, I don't think so. I was also trying to see because we know that Obsidian was purchased by uh, was purchased Microsoft. by Microsoft, but it this, looks like this does not. It's PS4. coming out for PlayStation. Yeah, it's coming out for yeah, PlayStation it, and Microsoft as part of their contract with Microsoft. Any previous obligations they had, they still are holding to them. So this must have been something they had lined up with PlayStation. Like yeah, that to. that makes sense. They they did the same thing with Compulsion and We Happy Few. So it's cool that Microsoft doesn't like 
we're buying your exclusives, but they should. No, you know why? Because Microsoft's a team player, and they want everybody to have a good time. <laughs> yeah, they're just Sony. trying to, you know, cross-platform everything. Yeah, so, I yeah, I don't think there's a release date as of yet. Yeah, I don't, I don't see one anywhere. Could be Speaking a 2020 of... game, but... Team players. What about that next oh, yeah. one? Uh, yeah, the next one on the list is Crash Team Racing Nitro Fuel. This is a remake of the original Crash, Crash Team Racing from PlayStation. Uh, this is probably one of the games that I played the most in high school, next to my remake or my replays of Castlevania Symphony of the Night uh, <laughs> and countless hours of Armored Core 2. So, um, the, I, I love the Crash Team Racing game so much that i i hated i really have this hatred for mario kart now like i will not i don't play mario kart i don't like it (laughs) i prefer crash team racing i think it's a much better game i don't know why i think i feel like the the uh the power slide in crash team racing is like so much more satisfying i think that's part of it what i want what i want to know is do you think megan would whoop our asses in crash team racing like she does in mario kart probably not Okay, then I want to play Crash Team Racing because I'm sick there's of like, There's a weird muscle memory to both of these games that, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm way better at Crash Team Racing than I am at Mario Kart because I, like, didn't play any Mario Kart until really, like, the Wii-ish. So I th- think I've played all the Mario Karts at this point. Well, not all of them, but, like, I, I started with the Super Nintendo and I played the N64 one, and I guess I didn't play any of the Wii ones until like the the re the re release, like the deluxe you, one that's on Switch. Yeah, and you you didn't play Mario Kart Seven, which was on the DS. So, so I guess I didn't play them all. But I played a lot of Mario Karts. I've never played Crash Team Racing, but I still suck at Mario Kart. Well, you're gonna get your chance to play Crash Team Racing on June 21st, 2019, when John and I buy it on release day, and both destroy you <laughs> as a team. Not as a team. You'll make me crash. I don't know why they call it Team Racing. It's really like not team at all. Unless yeah, it's just like really. unless it's just like the Crash Team of characters. Probably, you know? yeah. Is there at least one team mode? Like, can you do? Because you can do that with, uh, like, the Forza games. You can race. I don't really recall if there is like a team, team, team mode or anything like that. But who knows what'll be in this remake? So it looks really pretty, and I'm all for it. So, right on. Uh, the next game on the list is Atlas which is a massive multiplayer online game from the creators of Ark. Um, This game kind of just, it looked like someone was like, hey, let's take every successful game that's out there and put them into one giant game. So (laughs) I feel like this is kind of like, it just looked ridiculous to me watching this trailer. I'm like, literally, like, you can do anything you want in this game. Like, there's... As long as it's piratey. It's. I don't think it necessarily well, has to be piratey either. Like they yeah. had like fantasy elements that looked very yeah, much like Elder point. Scrolls Online, and like, I mean, it just it looked like it looked extremely overwhelming, is what it looked like. It looked like this is like any if you have ADD and you play video games, this game is for you. But it's like, an MMO, so I mean, they're actually going to change the name when it comes out. They're going to announce it as uh, Adderall the game, and that's what it's, it's going to cure your ADD somehow. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna make you more focused on playing the game. Mm, okay. Yeah, um, there's like, there's dragons and things to fight, and it just looks like, hey, we think we can make Sea of Thieves better than that. But it, but it's like way shittier water. But yeah, it was like we can make Sea of Thieves better by like having making it have sex with Elder Scrolls Online, and then like. <laughs> It it just it looks like such a mishmash of everything, and I don't know if that's good or bad. I mean, graphically, it looks pretty cool, I guess, from like the screenshots and stuff that I'm looking at. Um, the water effects look like garbage compared to Sea of Thieves, because I mean, let's be honest, that's some of the best water I've ever seen in the game before. But some of the it's other out, textures look pretty it's good. It's out this week on the 13th, so 
Really? Already? Damn. Is Ark even out of like early access? Because I thought Ark's been early access. Ar- no, Ark's decade. been out for a while. Um, it's a, yeah. The trailer says set sail December thirteenth on Steam, and then the article says it's coming to Xbox One in twenty nineteen. So, but it's gonna be like a early access kind of deal on Xbox. Steam says December nineteenth. Okay. okay. Well, apparently they pushed it a, a week, according yeah. to. Probably because they realize it's not ready and it's going to be disaster because it's an MMO. <laughs> I mean, wasn't Ark a disaster when it first dropped? I mean, I thought it was a disaster when I played it. Like, well, I I made my mistake by uh, I picked the Xbox version up because that's what uh, Jim and Charlie had, and I was like, this is going to be dumb, and I was right because it ran like fucking shit on the Xbox. That was the old Xbox. It probably runs better on the X. Um, I don't know. But even Ark, I feel like having played it on the Xbox and just looking at what's going on in that game, I feel like it probably runs like crap on a good PC, too. So I'm a little worried about this game, considering yeah. this game's a, like a legit MMO, and, and Ark wasn't even that. It was like... Like you could have large servers, but these servers are supposedly twelve hundred times the size of an Arc server. So yeah, forty-five thousand players at once. I don't know that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what to think about this game other than I'm really not all that interested. <clears throat> I'm interested in the piratey angle of it because there's not enough fucking pirate games. But yeah, I don't know. Like, Sea of Thieves is cool, but there's a lot of stuff it didn't do that I wish it did for me. Right. Maybe that Skull and Bones will be more like what I want, but that I don't have no idea when that's going to be coming out at this point. Uh, they're going to add it to the Far Cry franchise. <laughs> oh, yes. Far Cry, Skull and Bones. Yep. Exactly. Uh, next game on the list, Devil May Cry 5. Nope. Comes out March 8th. Uh, I I mean, I always liked the art style of these games, but I never really cared for the games themselves. The uh, the announcement is that there's a demo on the Xbox Store as of the day after the Game Awards. Ah, okay, yeah. So that that yeah. did, I think it did get announced at E3 this past year, but yeah, I don't I don't care about this game. I have no interest in running around looking like an emo asshat listening to cheesy metal music no thanks really that's basically what the the vibe i got from seeing the trailer and wasn't that basically sunset overdrive no no No. sunset overdrive he was like a um 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 living meme which is right up brian's alley yeah (laughs) okay uh, the next announcement on the list was the the Fortnite block, whatever the hell that is. Uh, I don't even I don't even understand what they were announcing here, other than they're adding creator mode to Fortnite. But um, they're making yeah. it a creative mode, and then like some of the creations of like structures will be randomly Added. populated into the map of the main game. Apparently. Ah, like in that block area. Yeah, that's, oh. cool. that's pretty yeah, interesting. I, didn't quite get that I still I don't play Fortnite anymore, but that I, that's that would be cool to see. They, yeah, apparently there's like a wintry portion of the map right now too in Fortnite, and uh, like airplanes, I guess that you can actually fly. That's cool. Uh, that's what I was told. Yeah. Uh, next on the list, they announced that Rage Two is coming out May fourteenth. Uh, that's kind of cool. The Rage Rage Two looks pretty rad, actually. Like that that game looks really cool, like Mad Max times ten kind of thing. I agree. It looks like like Rage One with actual personality and fun injected into it, which Rage like Rage One was pretty damn boring, honestly. I yeah. still just like how cool. colorful Rage Two looks. Yeah, exactly. Other than that, I'm kind of like, eh, I could take it or leave it, but. You know, depending on how how much people are raving about it when it comes out, I might give it a try. Or raging about it. Yep. Yes. Yes. Raging. <laughs> um. Next on the list is Stranger Things Three: The Game. 
I don't know if I actually care about this at all. It looked it was pretty announced. underwhelming. Yeah, it just looked like some pixel art game about and apparently it follows the whole story of the third season of Stranger Things, so why would you even want to play it when you just want to watch the show? It's like it's like if uh your teacher in English class assigns you a book that there's a movie of. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to read the book. Well, I don't know. I really enjoyed the Indiana Jones Last Crusade video game, like the LucasArts point and click game, and I enjoyed the movie as well. Yeah. Was there a Last Crusade game? Yeah, there was. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I'm sure. Don't fucking question my knowledge of this shit. <laughs> there was also a Fate of Atlantis. Yeah, because I but don't there, think there's... I don't there think... is one, because I've beaten it several times. Alright. <laughs> Listen to him Google away. <laughs> <laughs> I am right about this. Okay, alright. Well, you should have let me make a bet with so, You're right. I should have furiously pounding those keys. <laughs> God damn it! I'm trying not to cough so much. Uh, anyways, same. Next, next on the list is the last campfire. This is the next game from Hello Games. Uh, it looks like some odd combination of like Hob meets Tunic and other awesome like hack and slasher style things, but I don't know if there's any actual hacking and slashing. I don't I don't know what this game is. Nobody really yeah. knows how it's gonna play, but it looks beautiful. It has really cool graphics, really cool art style. Um I'm I'm interested to see what this is exactly. I heard it uh it came from a crew of like two people that Hello Games acquired actually. Or something of that sort. So yeah, it looks with all that looks No Man's Sky money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the money they raked in with No Man's Sky. It was probably sure. two guys that were like, "We could make a better game than this," and they were like, "Oh yeah, prove it." <laughs> and then they they bought them. Yeah. Yep. Looks all nice. Right. Next one. Uh, next announcement was they. Uh, they basically had like a story trailer for Anthem because they haven't really shown any story stuff about anthem up until now and uh i don't know if you guys paid attention to that trailer but it's pretty intense and i'm really looking forward to anthem even more now so i uh did not pay attention to that trailer yeah go ahead i'm looking forward to it now because i have no excuse not to play it because i got origin access for the next year i don't know what it is about anthem I'm going to try it out. Yeah. But I kind of just don't care. I'm I'm still pretty sour about Mass Effect Andromeda. And honestly, I, like, as much as I've talked to this about Zach, or with Zach, and as much as I've tried to put effort into it, I was not a fan of Dragon Age Inquisition either. Yeah. So, like, I just don't like the direction they've been taking their games. And this seems like even more in the direction that I don't want their games to go. But at the same time, like, I can't deny that flying around in, like, an Iron Man-esque suit sounds fun. I just wish they'd do something else, like another Knights of the Old Republic. I guess I just want more of the same Bioware shit. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, the doctor's left, so... There's no going back now. I don't know. I'm pretty pumped for Anthem. And I think a lot of that stems from the fact that I'm trying to find a game to be excited about. And I kind of like everything I've seen from Anthem so far. So yeah. I'm just, I'm just I mean, kinda, I'm clinging to it with like high hopes. And I, I really shouldn't get my hopes up, but I'm it, going to. It's supposed to be like their Destiny or Division, but I feel like they're not going to know what to do with that as much as I know Bungie screws up a lot but they have a general idea how to do that kind of game at this point and so does Ubisoft and I don't know if Bioware does so I just I can't imagine this like righting the wrongs of those two games 
But I don't think this is quite the same. Well, I guess we'll and find out. The only reason I say that is because Anthem doesn't have a PvP. Well, that is a knock against it, in my opinion, because I like to have the option. I think, uh, I guess for me what it is, I, I guess it is that opportunity that somebody could get the Destiny-style like MMO hybrid right. Like they might figure it out, but I think I also have kind of learned that like I don't really like those type of games. <laughs> They're fine enough, but I don't I don't need to. It doesn't need to be a second job for me, a third job kind of. But it's well, I think you should peep that trailer at some point and like pay attention to it and and kind of feel out the story because i know you're big into narrative and it seems like it's going to have a lot more to it than destiny ever could give you so that yes i should i should certainly do that and that was the one thing that i do liking when they did reveal the game at e3 and it seemed that you know you will be playing a character in the world that is interacting with other people and doing story related stuff so that that might be where it gets me and i'm certainly willing to give it a try so cool um next on the list from giant squid comes a game called the pathless uh it's a it's a ninja style looking game it kind of reminded me of zelda with falconry like that's what it looked like at least the animation was really cool uh, it was like basically like playing an anime is kind of like how I looked at it. Like, um, it I just this this game looks really rad. I dig it. It's also yeah. uh, an Anna Perna Perna Anna Perna game, uh, and they're just like the, they're killing from, it. It's from the creators of Abzu, which I think was a more stripped down game. So it's interesting to see them. Uh, starting to do more and, and try more, attempt more with their, because this looks a lot more like adventure and stuff like that. So it, I think I tried Abzu, but that's like the underwater swimming kind of game, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I tried that. It, it was interesting, but I didn't play it too long. Also, I love Giant Squid's logo. I just want to throw that out there. Because it yeah, looks pretty like, good. It's almost like the Hail Hydra logo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this game looks rad. It, like, just the animation looks really clean. Art style is cool. The music in the trailer was sweet. Um, it just looks like an all around like interesting game that I definitely look forward to playing at some point. So, um, I don't think you there's did. Any... Go ahead. I was just gonna say you did skip over drag the Dragon Age tease, but it was really just a tease and. Well, they did. That's the thing is, like, at the announcements, they didn't actually say anything about that, like, at the game awards. Um, I'm yeah, pretty sure, I had I'm the... pretty sure fandom just pulled this out to say, like, oh, they are working on a new Dragon Age, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, I Googled the because they played a little tease and I Googled the, the hashtag and I was like, oh, the Dread Wolf is something from Dragon Age, so that's cool. And then I moved on, but yeah. Um, next game on the list is Scavengers. It's some form of survival game with, uh, uh, you know, you're playing multiplayer with other people. The creators uh, called it a survival shooter co-opetition. Yeah, I don't know what the hell that means. Like, yeah, yep. I don't know. It it had really cool graphics. That's about all I can say. You can sign up right now on their website to play test in 2019 at scavengersgame.com. I did apply for that, so we'll see if I get it or not. But yeah, I don't know. Not too overwhelmingly excited about this. But we'll see. See what happens. Um, Let's keep moving along here. Uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts was announced for the Switch. I have no idea what the hell this game is. It's um. <laughs> uh, on the waypoint they kind of described it as like uh, thumper light, so it's like a like another rhythm rhythmish game. It, it, like what did they say? A pop album video game is what they called it in the trailer, and they have a bunch of like 
electronic music artists that they're featuring in it and i don't know any of these artists but it looks cool like kind of tron runnery ish and i don't know yeah like like thumper meets temple run kind of thing yeah yeah it i mean looks cool i probably won't pick it up though (laughs) yeah i i don't know that i will either unless really good things about it but it's also uh an annapurna game annapurna published game so that's cool right on what'd you think brian i think he fell asleep or maybe he's having he he muted himself but i don't think he probably didn't see this one because uh he started after like this is the first trailer that they showed i think pretty much oh right on so um yeah anyways we'll move along among trees is the next one on the list uh promising to be a vibrant survival sandbox adventure i don't know what that means necessarily i'm i'm assuming it's something along the lines of the lone dark maybe but like not so terrifying (laughs) in the sense that you're not dying in the frozen tundra it kind of reminds me of firewatch actually like graphically at least yeah, it's like, got that kind of like, what do you call it? Like minimalistic cell shaded sort of, or not cell yeah. shaded, but minimalist like, I don't know, cartoony, yeah. something or other. It's de- it's not cell shaded though. I should that that's the wrong word for it. But you know what I was saying. Yep, I, I would have said cell shaded. I'm just not educated in these things. So yeah, I get this. <laughs> I get the same vibe you do with the visuals though. It looks cool. Um, again, I don't know what to expect. They didn't really show a lot of gameplay. Mm-hmm um yeah but it looks interesting enough i'm sure you will make food and find camps yeah there's plenty plenty of scavenging and like base building maybe i don't know we'll we'll see what it turns into uh early access is coming in 2019 according to steam um that's about all we really know for now um what else do we got here uh monster hunter world announced a big news sort of thing and they just actually announced that today i believe or maybe it was last night um i should have done more research before and uh monster hunter world iceborne starts a new story introduces new actions and monsters so there's a new monster hunter expansion coming (laughs) so there's that I just Googled Monster Hunter World, as I think you probably did, and one of the top stories is Thomas the Tank Engine is finally where he should be, Monster Hunter World. <laughs> oh, jeez. So yeah, that sounds oh, great. Um, so that's cool, I guess. Uh, Monster Hunter World obviously won the best RPG category in the Game Awards. Clearly people enjoy the game and play a lot of it. So we'll see what they think about this uh, latest expansion here when it comes out. I'm glad they're still supporting it like almost a year out at this point. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, next announcement on the list here was that dedicated servers are coming to Dead by Daylight in 2019. And they've got a new expansion coming out called Darkness Among Us. Um, and it looks like the they're saying in, the, in this article, it's, it's a new villain shown in the trailer looks to have chameleon abilities. And that's kind of cool, actually, that you can kind of like blend in with your uh, your homies as you're trying to run from the the villain guy, yeah, serial killer, whatever he is. Um, he is definitely creepy with his weird white mask. But yeah, that's for sure. That game, uh, I mean, with the fact that Friday the Thirteenth has kind of like fallen by the wayside and nobody's doing anything with it anymore because uh, the movie industry sucks. Yeah. Uh, it's surprising to see this game still kind of kicking. Uh, I've been interested in maybe picking it up at some point just to try it out, but. Yeah, I picked it up on the humble store for pretty cheap and I played around and I was like, this is Friday the 13th. And then I turned it off, but yeah. um, I also picked it up cause it was free on PlayStation plus a couple months ago. Um, but it's one of those games where it's like, if I'm not playing with people that I know, I don't care. So yeah, uh, I have yet to give it a real chance, but um, no, it's cool that they kind of got a second wind from Friday 
15th and that they're continuing to make stuff for it. They, I mean, I think the presenter from the developer said something about like them planning on supporting it for like another five years or something like that. So that's pretty sweet. Right on. That's pretty rad. Yeah. Um, next on the list, Dauntless announced that it's coming to the Epic Epic Game Store. I also believe it is coming to consoles pretty soon. I think I read that somewhere. Um, Dauntless is basically like a Monster Hunter style game. Uh, it looks like it's online focused, so you're partying up with homies and going around killing monsters in succession. Um, they just had a new expansion release called Frostfall, and that came out on the 6th. And Oh, it's like a limited time event. So it's like their their holiday event, it looks like. But yeah, it's an interesting looking game. I remember seeing this at PAX and the line being massive and not getting a chance to actually try it. Yeah. So, but it is free. So anybody can go download it. Give it a shot. Let us know what you think. Um, next on the list, Ashen is available now. And it's available on the Epic Game Store and Xbox Game, Xbox game Pass. It is $39.95 on epic games and uh it's ashen looks it reminds me of like dark souls am i like incorrect in assuming that like no that's that's what i heard is that it is very much a dark souls uh type game but they're kind of uh they're doing things a little bit differently with it i haven't checked it out yet myself but um it's kind of a like a western attempt i think right on no it looks cool i dig it i want to pick it up um next on the list magic the gatherings vice president uh vice president of esports took the stage and announced that they're injecting a 10 million dollar us dollar prize pool across arena the digital version of magic the gathering um and tabletop magic and i think you i don't know if you can still do it but you were able to go to the magic arena website or like it, i think it was magic uh mtg esports.com and you could put in like game awards as like a coupon uh, yeah. and get like a free pass of or a free like booster pack of stuff forgot to do that it, yeah it looks like that is still up um as of right now the 11th but i don't know if that'll still be up by the time people hear this or not so right on um yeah this is still pretty cool though that like okay let's like magic's been around since like the early 90s okay like since my days yeah so it's really old (laughs) yeah the days of the knights of the round in merlin like it was new when i was a youngster um so for a game that's been around that long to have gone through so many different you know changes and now it's getting like this big esports bump like that's pretty rad. Um, I told I told Josh at work that if he uh, if he starts playing Magic professionally, that we'll sponsor him. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's Magic the Gathering. It's a card game, and it's one of the best, most easy to pick up, you know, hard yeah. to master card games that exist. And uh, it's uh, isn't the new version? Is it free, Brian, or no? Yeah. Yeah, so go try it out. Let us know what you think. Uh, I believe Brian has it, and you can battle him I, on the internet. I have it, and I haven't tried it. Right on. Even though I was telling other people to try it. Yeah. Um, next announcement it was is that uh, Joker from Persona 5 is coming to Super Smash Bros. Uh, it's going to be in the first DLC pack. And we'll come with a stage of sorts. Uh, Alex, did you play Persona 5 or no? I didn't. I was interested. uh, And it looked really cool. A lot of people are taking this as a signal that Persona may be making its... A Switch debut? Yeah. Like a non-Sony debut, which is pretty exciting. Um, But we'll Well, considering like true. Considering the success that Persona 5 had, I would assume they would probably just be dropping that on the Switch, but I don't want to fire up the rumor mill or anything. What do I know? Do well, they? Yeah, that's out the, there. That's the that's kind of what people are saying is that this might be that 
that bellwether of Persona Five jumping yeah. over because that was a that was heavily rumored back when like the Switch was launching, I think. So that would be cool if the case, and and I'm sure I will probably pick up this DLC pack. I mean, Joker personally doesn't do much for me, but um, they usually but, put a lot of work into the DLC for Smash. So yeah, right on. Uh, next on the list here, the Stanley Parable will have a new version coming out on con- PC with new endings and new choices. I did not play the Stanley Parable, so I don't even know what that game is about. It's it's um, cool. You should know nothing and just go in and play just it. Just go in and do it? Yep. Right on. I, will, I haven't I will played it either, but it I feel out. like it's something I would like. Yep. Uh, Rocket League is adding a McLaren 570 that is available now. I'm sorry, 570S. I uh, should make sure that's clear. Uh, I don't really that 570s. No, I don't think so. Um, I do believe it's like two dollars and ninety nine cents, which is actually like an affordable like piece of cosmetic DLC in my opinion, because I feel like and they're usually more expensive than that. But that's cool. really cool looking. It is pretty. McLarens cool are always cool looking. It's the cheapest McLaren you can buy. That's true. Yeah, smallest one too. Yep. Uh, yeah. And then a new game called Ancestors was announced. Uh, I don't quite understand this other than it looked like it was um, some version of Spore, but focused on like humanoid, like <laughs> uh, Neanderthals. So I'm I don't know like what exactly this game means. Oh, and this is this was announced by the uh, the one of the creators or creative directors of the original Assassin's Creed. So, gotcha. He's no longer with Ubisoft, I believe. But... Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know if I care about this game at all. But that's it. It looked really weird. Like, I didn't like the visual style because it looked like it was just kind of dated. But it's got know. this like cool tilt shift kind of thing going on with it. But yeah, it does not feel like um one of the more visually stunning games that was shown that night so yeah it just it doesn't look like anything interesting in my opinion but... it doesn't look like anything to you nope it does not <laughs> i know what you're getting at <laughs> uh pubg's bringing a six by six map and it's covered in snow and you can leave footprints and players can track you and there's yeah, that, snowmobiles. That's enough to get me to try it again at some point. Alex, what about you? Uh, yeah, I don't care, John. I, I figured. <laughs> that's why I asked you. <laughs> you know, I bought that game for Xbox and downloaded it and never played it. <laughs> it's You didn't miss much because after you've played it on PC, playing on it's, Xbox really hurts. Yeah. yeah, that's a bummer. The best thing I can say is they did a really good job mapping the ridiculous amount of controls in the game to the controller in like a meaningful way. Like it, it like it makes sense. Says but, says the guy playing with the elite controller, right? <laughs> actually, I didn't use the even pedals, even without so. the okay. even without the elite controller. They they did do a really nice job yeah. mapping the controls. Well, that's cool. Uh, I yeah, do. It, I'm I am a little interested to know like. How much work did they put into the PlayStation version of PUBG, and like, what, what, do, what, what can we expect out of that? Yeah, does it run better or worse than the Xbox One too? Does it run? I think is the question <laughs> meant to ask. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't even know where the Xbox version's at right now. So it's supposedly it's much better than it was when we played it. But Jason's I mean, still playing it. Well, good for him. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. PUBG just feels like I I don't know why they're bothering <laughs> anymore. But just no, I mean mad. it it got to a place that was good enough. And like, I mean, I had my fun with it. It's just I've played it so much. Like after playing like uh, Blackout mode, I'm like, well, man, why did it take PUBG so damn long to get even remotely polished? No, I mean, like, I, I understand that Activision's a huge company, 
but like, come on, like they, well, and Call of Duty, they had, they, PUBG sold time. a lot of copies. They had plenty of money, plenty of people working on that game. And they they hey, still many, would like couldn't take the jank out of it. How many hours do you have playing PUBG? Like two hundred and fifty or something. I have forty more than any other Steam game I have actually. Wait, 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 wait. Let me pull it up. I I didn't mean from a quality standpoint. Trying because they're never going to be Fortnite at this point, but they're probably still making a lot of money, and you know, um, I have sixteen hours <laughs> played on Steam. <laughs> well, I I like PUBG better than still. Fair enough. Uh, I would like you all to know that my time on Rainbow Six has now exceeded that of my time on Sid Meier's Civilization V. Uh, was was that your... That was my highest. top game. Yeah, now I'm at 137 hours in Tom Clancy, Rainbow Six. I'm at 112. And I'm, it doesn't show at all. I'm trying <laughs> to log into Uplay to be able to tell you. Oh, you can't do it from Steam? No, I didn't buy it through Steam. Ah. Oh, I'm two hours shy. I'm only at 14 for Civ. Uh, I have played uh, six, 16 hours? That doesn't seem right. That seems very wrong. Yeah, you've definitely played more than 16 hours. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, um, this is besides the point. Yeah. If you want to follow us on social media or see other places you can listen to or watch the show, check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. Midwest Podcast Network now is a Patreon. The Patreon is meant to benefit all the shows on the network. You can subscribe for as little as $1 a month and help keep our shows alive and well. Check it out at Patreon.com slash MidwestPodNet. That's M-I-D-W-E-S-T-P-O-D-N-E-T. As always, we do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. Uh, We've got one more episode until our hundredth episode, and that's yep. kind of that's pretty exciting. Uh, that means we've been doing this for going on four years. Mm-hmm. So, and we still uh, have like ten people listening to us. Yeah, <laughs> if you but are they not, donate money to us. So. Oh, I should also say thanks to Jason K and Gojo for their contributions because I think I left that out of the last episode, and it's my bad. Um. But yeah, if if you are listening and you enjoy this podcast, the the least you can do is give us a rate and review on your favorite podcatcher, such as iTunes, specifically iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever the hell they call it now. Um, but if you do feel like helping us out, please do hit up that Patreon so we can keep doing this because we love doing it. And uh, it, it costs money. <laughs> true. This that's, is true. That's all I got. Uh, that being said, Look forward to our next episode, episode 99. I don't know what it's going to be about, but we will figure that out and maybe announce it online sooner than later. But we'll let you know. And in the meantime, thanks for listening to this one, and we will see you next time. Peace. Peace.